Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, or quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is... Be of service to others. I think I was way back on the mic. Be of service to others. There you go. Business bros would love to help you (laughs) maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topics. Why did you get into business in the first place? And what if you found a way to implement what we're talking about today? And how can you take advantage of the information that you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call. Sorry, man. I mixed Woo-hoo. it up on that's that one. It's all good. It's all good. I know you paused. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just read the next one. It's all right. Cool. That's fine. Yeah. All right, dude. So today we're going to talk. Uh, we're kind of going off the cuff on this one. Uh, just a little bit. I mean, we kind of have a general outline here and it's uh, inspired, if you will. Um, what's going on in the world today? Yeah. I mean, we had some, you know, we had the Fed change the short-term market rate a little bit. It went up. We had the Dow Jones drop a thousand points. Yeah. The whole market just, uh, tanked a good, you know, several points there. You know, I I think it was, it was a nice little pullback. I want to say maybe seven, somewhere around seven to 10% pullback on the S&P. Yeah, we had interest rates in mortgages go up. We're now sitting at really close to or just above 5% as far as loans yep. are concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of change going out here in the lots marketplace. Lots of change, lots of change. And, you know, uh, the market bounced back today, you know, so it's not all doom and gloom and it's not all, you know, it's 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 not 2008 just yet. No, no, no. But we started thinking about, man... What has happened in the past, right? A little yeah, nostalgic, like, right? What, what what's gone that was that's no that that we used to go to all the time, right? Well, yeah, and it's actually one of the things that's going away very very shortly here, right? And that's Sears. Sears. Yeah, I mean, we just read. I read an article the other day about Sears bringing in a a new board member that specializes in bankruptcies. Yeah, right? and, and today they filed for bankruptcy. So officially, yeah. Sears is one of those big companies that's been around for a very long time, as far as department stores. Yeah, they're super old. I mean, they're what over a hundred year old company. They've been around for quite some time, and yet here they go. They used to have a tower in Chicago. It's not Sears the Sears tower. tower anymore. It hasn't been for a long time, actually. So imagine that. I mean, how do these big conglomerate giants? Like Sears Holdings, just kaput. It's honestly, it's you think about it, and to me, Sears was always like a staple of the mall. Yeah, right. Like you go to the mall, and no matter which mall you go to, there's, there's a, Sears. a Sears. Yeah, right. And I think one of the things that we're starting to realize is that even the malls are starting to die. 
they're not what they used to be, right? They definitely aren't. I mean, I went through Horton Plaza just yesterday, you know, and I remember as a teenager, uh, Horton Plaza was like a really cool, like, happening place to be, you know, like as as teenagers, you can't do much more than like go to the mall and hang out, right? right. Like that's kind of what you do. And Horton Plaza was one of the really cool malls to go and, and hang out at. And... I remember they had that one, uh, that one toy store. I forget what it was called. Um, but it was a Ooh. big old fancy one. You know which one I'm talking about? I like, no, it's also, I, uh, but it's another one that closed down. And I can't it's remember. another one that closed down. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but yeah, like just it was such a cool place. And now you go through Horton Plaza, and it feels dead. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, most malls have become. A place where you can figure out what it is you want to sit down and eat, restaurant-wise. Sure. And the theater. The theater. And that's really about it. You want to know what's even worse than that? Huh. You go to the mall to figure out what you want to order on Amazon. You know, <laughs> to go try on what you're going to order on exactly. Amazon. Exactly. You order it online because it's cheaper. And that's a big part of the reason why I think Sears and so many other companies have... Gone the way of the dodo. Yeah, for sure. Uh, KB Toys, by the way. KB Toys. No, that, was, that wasn't it. KB Toys was really cool, too. KB Toys was really cool, too. But uh, no, this one was uh, even bigger. Uh, and there was a very famous one by the same name in uh, New York. And I want to say it may have been featured in Home Alone 2. Child's Lost in New York. C. Man, I'm looking it up right now as as we're on the show, which is probably not necessarily a good thing. But there was yeah. KB Toys, and it's not Zany Brainy, and it definitely wasn't Toys R Us because that one just recently went under. Right, right. Are you talking about? Uh, are you looking for the stores that used to be in Horton Plaza? Yeah, I was looking that up. But anyways, so we've had a lot of big stores that have just dropped off over the last few years. I remember my own personal claim to fame. This is when we had PC Cruisers, right? We mm-hmm. had the Radio Shacks. And oh, the, yeah. The Radio Shack was a place to go if I needed any little knick-knack, any little battery, any any little electronic that I couldn't find anywhere. I would go to Radio Shack and boom, there it was. Radio Shack had it. And all of a sudden, Radio Shack started to die off. And the moment we went, and it's funny because Radio Shack started to die off the moment technology got even more uh, essential in our day-to-day activity, which is kind of weird to me because, you know, if, if I needed a specific cell phone case mm-hmm. or if I needed a specific screen, I figured Radio Shack would have been the perfect already templated place to have that sort of thing. Right, exactly. And it's it's like it's in, it's in the name uh, almost. You think of... Radio Shack, and you definitely think, or used to think, technology. Right. Right? But you think about it, what was a radio? Right? A radio was an analog thing. It's true. It's true. And so, like, the radio now is almost gone. Shoot, we should put that on our list of things that are going away soon. That's true. The radio is pretty much gone. How long is the radio going to last? Radio is on its, it's got to be on its way out. I, I don't know the last time I've turned on my radio in the car. No. I mean, as a matter of fact, I don't like turning on the radio because Same. it has commercials. Exactly. I don't want to hear that stuff. I mean, my Pandora has commercials because I don't pay for it, but you pay for your Spotify. So no commercials. No commercials, right? I put on the Business Bros podcast. No, no commercials. commercials. 
you know exactly so so the radio itself you're right it's one of those archaic things that's going out the window yeah i mean i wonder what fao schwartz fao schwartz i do remember that fao schwartz Schwartz. (laughs) (laughs) it's got to come back to you middle mid cast right mid cast (laughs) i love it i love it um, no, I, I believe that FAO Schwartz is actually still around, and yeah, sure enough, that was uh, featured in, in uh, Home Alone 2. But anyway, um, the radio. The radio. You know, so the radio is, is now, I believe, on its way out. Because of podcasts like ours. Because of podcasts like ours. Because of, because of the internet, dude. The internet is really what killed all of these guys. You know, radio killed. What was the song? Video, video killed, killed the radio star. So we got to make huh? one for internet, right? Internet <laughs> killed the radio star. <laughs> internet killed everything. Every, internet, you know what? Internet killed everything. As far as big blockchains, big block stores. The internet obviously changed the world, right? And we've been living in this world for twenty years now. Yeah. You know, really, it's been it's been two decades since the it's internet. A baby. It's it's still very much a baby, but it's still been so. Uh, what, what's the word? Revolutionary for sure. I mean, you know, yeah, dude. I mean, I I I have a hard time getting. I mean, we have on our list here to talk about. We have companies that are dead, companies that are booming. Who's next to go down? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Who's not going anywhere? And why old businesses fail? Why new businesses fail? So we got a long list of stuff to talk about as far as you know what the internet is doing for us. I mean, the internet is not only taking down these big companies, right? It's not only taking down the Blockbusters and the Sears and the Toys R Uses of the world, but it's also bringing us so many things. For sure, for sure. One of my favorite memes. Uh, oh, memes. That's one of the things that the internet is bringing us, yeah, by memes, the way. Right? Memes. Uh, but one of my favorites is it says something like, when I was a kid, everybody always told me never to get in a car with strangers. Now I have my phone and I call a stranger to come pick me up so I can get in their car. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a 180 degree turnaround on on perspective and what it is that that is out there. It is for sure. And I mean, you think about places like Toys R Us, right? I don't want to grow up because I'm a Toys R Us kid. Like when you were a kid, like your uncles, your aunts, your grandmas, whatever, takes you to Toys R Us to, like, get your toy like when it's your birthday. Dude, it like, was awesome. It was a big event. Like, yeah, I'm going to Toys R Us. Yep. Right? I was a Toys R Us kid. Yeah. We all were. But Today? the next generation won't be. But the toy is still important. The toy is still important, but the experience of going to Toys R Us is gone. It is. It's been instified. It has been instified, <laughs> right? Oh, toy! I want it. Click. It'll be delivered tomorrow. Exactly. I mean, that in itself is amazing. Definitely is. But it has destroyed some of these big companies. There are there are some experiences that we had as kids that your kids won't have. No, no, that's true. But my kids experience things a little bit differently. Like I remember being a kid and playing video games. Uh huh. They are the generation that watches other people play games, right? And that blows my mind. Yeah, there was no way that we were gonna watch each other play games. We had to be involved in the playing of games. Right. I used to fight with you about that. Exactly. But they watch other people play games, and as a result, there we've had a whole new industry of uh, celebrities, right? 
yep. a whole new industry of celebrities and right. they're not mega celebrities like they're not the tom cruises or the brad pitts of the world but does it really matter i mean they have a following of a large amount of people thousands and thousands even into millions. the millions yeah. of people that are following these particular uh youtube celebrities yep and these people have made great livings from the internet for sure so what happened with these guys i mean toys r us sears kmart blockbuster radio shack fun for all here in san diego those of you who are in listening. other words the arcades but yeah the arcades why did these businesses fail you know when it comes down to it we're kind of skipping a little bit but what was it just a failure to adapt I think it was just a failure to adapt, right? I think, let's look at Toys R Us, for example. Toys R Us had the writing on the wall, I think. Amazon had been here for a while. The internet and shipping was around. Mm -hmm. They could have turned their company into something where the experience was more important than the shipping. Sure, yeah. I mean, they could have made Toys R Us a place where you go to have fun, yeah. Where your toys get delivered to you, where you have an experience, where you meet a character and a character hands you your toys. Oh, or yeah. where you come in and you have a Christmas celebration or there's donations or whatever it is. Toys R Us could have used their retail space to make an experience because mm -hmm. that's the reason that they were special in the first place. Right? right. They were special because we went and we had an experience of picking our toy. Mm -hmm. So if they would have stuck to that. I think they could have had maybe a longer run and maybe a, a, a sense where they can compete with the Amazons of the world or partnered with the Amazons of the world so that people can come get their toys and experience the joy of picking up their toy. Maybe it's Pac-Man is giving the kids out there particular game or they're mm -hmm. hosting tournaments for specific video game launches or lego characters show up for premieres or sleepovers yeah. or whatever oh, yeah. it is they they should have converted to an experience and utilized that retail space my opinion would it sure. have worked i don't know it could have that could have not worked oh yeah also. no i mean there's so but many financial what ifs and of course you know. of course and then of course hindsight is always twenty twenty, right for sure for sure well but but by the same token, I mean, you're right. They didn't adapt. They didn't make the change that was necessary to do so. And you got to also understand that a lot of these retail companies, their profit margins don't happen until Christmas. True. Right? They're True. operating at a negative for most of the year up until the holiday shopping season. Mm -hmm. So when when Black Friday started to kick off, um, you know, started to kick off and they would make all this money from, you know, the end of Thanksgiving through the end of December, that's where their profit margin was. But then people decided Black Friday deals are cool. Cyber Monday deals are even better because I don't oh, have boy. to go fight with people. Right. I still get the deal and it comes to my house. I don't even have to put it in my car. I don't even have to go anywhere. I don't have to go anywhere. So Cyber Mondays came in and it destroyed the retail industry. I mean, you talk about living paycheck to paycheck. People live paycheck to paycheck. And if you have one hiccup, right, you have mm -hmm. some kind of accident or something where you can't pay your bills one month and people are bankrupt. Right. Corporations like this were running in the same sense, right? They're dependent on that one holiday season mm -hmm. to make their profits. And you have one holiday season that they have a hiccup on? Yeah, and that's it. They're falling behind. And, you know, that's what happened with Sears just recently. They were 
their their bonds were coming due. One of their bonds were coming due, and they had to come up with I think it was a hundred and thirty four million dollars in you know. Not that they didn't know about it for a long time beforehand. Yeah, but basically, so. <laughs> yeah, but basically, you know, when when I saw the article, it was like they have about five days left to come up with 134 million dollars, or they're gonna file for Chapter 11. And so all of these, all of these big stores, that's what they're doing. They're borrowing a ton of money to continue to run operations, to continue to maintain their operations. And they issue bonds, and those bonds are nothing more than debt that needs to, at some point, be repaid. And when they're out of money, that's it. That's it. And and the thing is, especially in and that goes down to being over leveraged, right? Right. Because of the way they were running their operation, they were re- very heavy on the loan up front for most of the year. They'd pay back their loans towards the end of the year, and they'd be in, they'd be safe. But that over leverage is what's what ended up killing them in the end and you're talking about the bonds right i'm i'm pretty sure these bonds were issued at a time where it was a good thing to have sears bonds <laughs> right right i right. mean they were a thriving right. company yeah it's not a bad bet to get sears bonds i, I mean it would have made sense when i was a kid well it's like today it would be a great idea to get a amazon bond or a facebook bond or you or know buy if, facebook stock or, yeah, or yeah. if if they needed any of those if they were actually going out and looking for um that kind looking of for that kind of capital exactly but you know they're not because psh, these guys are giants the revenue is just coming in it is right but even amazon remember when amazon first started they were not profitable yeah snapchat not profitable still I think. facebook not profitable yep right they became mega giants because of the information that they're generating on a daily basis Correct. because of the targeting and the targeting and marketing that they can facilitate they know exactly what their customer wants right right so the, it's a whole big different data sales. it's a big data sale right yeah it's not really a retail oriented and then take that and capitalize it with they're not in giant commercial retail locations with overhead like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't have that kind of overhead sears toys r us blockbuster radio shack how many have, locations around the world right how much rent and leases yeah. were they paying yeah i mean it's ridiculous that leveraging was way too high i mean think about the amount of revenue that google brings in how much real estate how much rent do they pay they got their office up in uh, what the Bay Area. Well, but you got to also remember Google has servers, server rooms, all, all over, over the, the world. So, but it's not somewhere where you have to pay for people to walk by and come in, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not paying top dollar for a window to right. to attract a customer. No, it's just a nice place that's you know kept at a certain temperature, and somebody comes in and makes sure that everything's operating the way it's supposed to, and that's it, right? So it's not as expensive as it would be to run a retail business. I still find it amazing that people want to be in a mall. I mean, the leases in those places are ridiculously favored for the landlord. I mean, because they're banking on foot traffic. Mm -hmm. Although the leverage on that aspect is going away because there's less and less foot traffic coming into those places. Yeah, I mean, you get the foot traffic, like you said, right around the holidays, and that's about it. And that's it. So who's next? Who is next? My opinion, I think, uh, I mean, I, I threw on the movie theaters up there. Your opinion, I think you had on there was Best Buy. Best Buy. Right? Best Buy. I think. Best Buy's got to be on its way out. For sure. 
for I mean, sure. I mean, it's of the major- it's a big box electronic store, and what was Toys R Us but a big box toy store? Toy store. Yeah, you you can't be that niched. And Best Buy, sorry to say, is never or rarely actually the Best Buy. No, it's it's not almost competitive always at all. more expensive. Like I'll go to Best Buy and like check something out, and oh, I like this TV. Let me see how much I can get it for on Amazon. Oh, two hundred dollars cheaper. And delivered, and delivered. Yeah. So there's there's there. I think Best Buy is going to be the next one that's going to be on its way out. Yep. It is definitely not the Best Buy. Now we threw on movie theaters here, but Ooh. I don't know if movie theaters movie theaters is an experience. Right. Right. I mean, there's nothing better than to sit back and relax and watch a movie with the Dolby 7.1 surround and sound. And the moment that you hear. Right, and everybody's clapping and cheering. Right, it's a it's a full on experience. However, the way we go to the movies has to change. The way we go to you know, and when you think about it, it is already changing. So one of the great things that a lot of newer businesses, like we talked, we we put some of the booming ones on here was Fang, right? Fang, for those of you don't know. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. Of these, let's think about Netflix. This is your media consumption uh, or your your TV show and movie consumption uh, of all of those. And so you think about it and what have they done? What have they done that changed the way that so many businesses do, (laughs) so many companies do business, right? Is they started this subscription service. And it has changed so many industries. So Netflix inspired stuff like Hulu and HBO Go and all of these other subscription-based let's watch something on our TV type of thing, right? But who else is doing subscriptions now? Car washes? Yes. Car washes? Like, let me go to this place and pay pay 15 15 15 bucks bucks a month month and i go wash my car like once or twice or three times a week if it's whatever yeah whatever i want yeah right subscription based and uh you think about okay let's think about some of these other ones um that show up on like your facebook feed uh there's one that i really like Uh, i haven't gotten around to subscribing to it yet because uh I'm, i'm being good and trying to you know work my 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 plans here um, but one of them is the the wardrobe one, the one where it's like, hey, you want to dress to impress? Like, pay fifty bucks a month, and you know, keep what you you know it goes towards your purchase or whatever. Keep only what you actually, or, or pay for only what you want to keep or whatever. And like, they give you some like really good options, really good, options. really reasonable. I, I wanted to say I wanted to say fly, but like, yeah, yeah. it sounds weird coming from me because <laughs> you're but, pretty fly for a white guy. I'm pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> A Mexican guy, whatever. A Mexican guy. Um, but like, really, it's just like this great-looking outfits, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you only pay for the ones that you want. So again, subscription, subscription, subscription. And uh, well, it's because that's the, what movie theaters are moving towards. They have to. They AMC. have to. Right. And, and it comes down. You know, when we were talking about the radio, the reason why the radio is going to make its way out is because the revenue comes from its commercials. Right. Right. And the revenue still has to be made. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what makes Netflix or Hulu or whatever so amazing is that you're taking out the commercial 
and you're being you're you're subsidizing it with the subscription base right and so the subscription base helps you compensate that monthly revenue that you need for your overhead not only that it's much easier as a company to budget based on a fixed revenue source and having the subscription based model is a great way to cap out your your to to maximize to know exactly how much money you're going to have on a month-to-month basis so you can budget then and right make you know take some of that for overhead take some of that for capital improvements take some of mm-hmm, that for mm-hmm. whatever it is that you need to do in your particular business but you know that the money's coming in right, right. and that's the problem with movie theaters is they start getting to the point where it costs seven eight ten twenty dollars a ticket depending on what kind sure, of movie yeah. theater you're going to go to what kind of screen you're going to watch right and you multiply that out times a family of four Mm-hmm. Now you're looking at you know sixty to eighty dollars worth of just to get in the door, and then Once on top of that, for one movie, and then on top of that, you might want popcorn and drinks, right? Yep. And there's there's yep. another twenty twenty five bucks. You're in eighty a hundred dollars to of go four, watch like, a movie. Yeah, family of four. That's another thirty bucks, right? Right. So there. you're you're losing these people to come in, right? And, and the movie theater doesn't really make too much money off the admissions. They make most of their money off the concessions. Mm-hmm. So if they were able to get more people in on a regular basis using right. the subscription model they would sell more concessions correct so open opening up the market so i, I yeah i agree movie theaters are either going to be on their way out or they're going to remodel the way they do things they got to revamp how they're going to get customers in the door right if they don't adapt i guarantee you you're going to have netflix theaters netflix or you will theaters. have hulu theaters or disney theaters Ooh, right i like it i mean then all of a sudden, when a Marvel event happens, you're going to want to go to the Disney theater. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? And imagine that. Imagine you have Disneyland is an experience in and of itself. Sure is. But if you had a Disney theater where you go in and while you're waiting in line, you're interacting with characters. Oh, yeah. Or you're having a full-on Disney experience to go watch a Disney movie. I mean, that just makes more sense to me than pretty much any other movie theater out there. Yep. Right? I mean, they got Disney, they got Pixar, they got... I mean, they make some of the greatest movies of all time. Aladdin is for coming sure. out. The the uh, Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. I mean, that's going to be... I'm going to watch that for sure. I mean, oh, yeah. that's a nostalgic Same. thing for me, right? I'm like, yep. I just, you know, R.I.P. Robin Williams. Yeah, but, oh. Hmm. You know, but uh, Black Nun is uh, going to be playing the genie this I time around. I heard that, dude. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. So, <laughs> Will Smith, Will Smith. as Will Smith. the genie. Yep. So, we'll see how that goes, you know? I mean, it's... it's it, it's just another way of looking at it, right? If you're thinking who's next, the traditional movie theater model has got to go out the window. Something yeah. has got to come and take its place. So maybe it's not a who's next of, you know, that necessarily movie theaters are, are going the way of the dodo again. Uh, but definitely they need to change their business structure to make it more uh, accessible. palatable, yeah. accessible to the consumer. To the consumer. So they have more consumers. Right. Essentially. Who's not going anywhere? Got a good list here. Barbers and beauticians. Unless everybody stops cutting their hair and doing their nails, they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Now you so put, barbers, beauticians, you guys are safe. Right. I think mechanics aren't going anywhere. For sure. A lot of this vocational stuff and professional licenses, real estate agents, uh, tax professionals. So you, threw, you threw real estate agents and tax professionals in there, and I was kind of skeptical. I'm like, I can... I can see the real estate process being automated. I can see... Like Zillow? Like, very much so. I don't think... I, I think it's going to it's gonna get to the point where 
the commissions factor is going to be reduced significantly. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the process is going to be, I mean, for put it this way, you don't need a real estate agent to figure out what houses in the area are for sale anymore. True. I mean, it used to be an exclusive thing for the MLS, uh-huh. right? You needed a real estate agent to go through the MLS and pick out your home. But now That's it's on gone. Zillow and Redfin and Realtor.com. So what do you need a real estate agent for these days? To get in and look at it? To get in and look at it. But even then, there are companies out there that are setting it up so that you don't have to have a real estate agent to open the door. You just uh, put a little app on your phone? You have an app on your phone. You open up the lock. The cameras turn on. They're recording your while you're in there. Uh-huh. And then you leave. It locks it up for you. Done deal. You can see the property Done. there. Right? So I can honestly see the real or, estate agent or being even automated. Al- al- almost as good. Not quite as good, but almost as good is uh, 3D photographing. Uh, where you take literally a 3D tour of the house. I mean, you can like take your phone and turn your phone in any direction and you're looking at the house. That's true. So I, I think the way of the real estate agent is being modified. I, I think becoming a listing agent is the way to go because uh-huh. becoming a buyer's agent, I think that's going to be done. That's going to be going away. I think for you to earn your commission as a buyer's agent, you're you're toast, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do we need you for on the buyer side? Well, I mean, I feel like people still are afraid of the uh, transactional process of buying and selling real estate. And so the reason why I think that real estate agents are not necessarily going anywhere is because people will always rely on a professional. I, I agree with that, which is why I think a listing agent is important. I just think the buyer side is going to go out the window. We'll see. We will see. But that's another where I, one that I said was tax professionals, and you were a little. Eh. Well, that one is only because we're under the assumption that the tax code will remain, remain complicated. Mm-hmm. As long as the tax code remains as complicated as it is, as long as we have volumes and volumes and volumes of tax law, then yeah, the tax professional is going to stick around. I don't see those volumes and volumes and volume volumes going anywhere. So yeah, I think tax professionals are pretty safe. All right, contractors, coaches, and educators. Coaches and educators. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, we are coaches, right? Whether you need help on the insurance side, you need help on the real estate side, make sure you go to our website, seeusfirst.com, schedule your free coaching call, get the help you need. Look, when the market changes, right, education wins. Fact. Education wins, right? I lost my job. What do I need to do? I need to get some skills to get another job. That's right. So that is never going away. How the education system you know, comes out, that's definitely something that might change along the way because I think the public school system is really industrial when it comes to mm-hmm. how we're educating children, right? We're just right. churning them out, but we're not making them very productive in today's world. Yeah, sure. There's a whole book about that, something about a pedagogy of... Uh, the pedagogy of the oppressed, I think it's called. Right. But right. anyway, yeah. But I mean, yeah, by the way, I got to check out that book. Probably a good one. Yeah, yeah. But but, that's a- <laughs> but but that's kind of where where we're at, right? So not that educators are going away, but how the edu- it's kind of like the movie theaters, right? I don't think the movie theaters are going away. It's just how it's being done is going to be different. Coaches right. like you and I, if we're really good at what we do, people are going to know and they're mm-hmm. going to want to come to us. Right. Yep. Same thing with educators. If you have a teacher that's really good, you're gonna refer that your you know other students or other people to go and learn those particular skills. Oh yeah. For but sure. the fact that you're being educated is never gonna go away. 
right? If Correct. you want to better your life, you need to be educated. You and that doesn't mean a college degree necessarily, nope. but that your education doesn't end. So if you think you got what it takes right now, how about you take a second look, have somebody take a look at what it is that you're doing, get a coach, have somebody walk you through, have somebody hold you accountable. It's not necessarily that they know more than you. It's just, they're going to put, they're going to, they're going to be there to push your buttons to help you get to the level that you say you want to get to. That's what a good educator does. That's what a good coach does. That's what we do here with CS First and our coaching programs. So make sure you go to our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. Go to the free coaching call if you're uh, if you're in insurance. Go to the Money Coaching Club. If you're in real estate, go to the Harris Certified Real Estate Coach. Set up your forms. Get in contact so you can get some coaching to help make your business last a little longer. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.